Yes, sir. Tuesday morning. Totally unclear. What's up? What's up? Marcus Jervis. We Get here. We here. Get some things on my headphones. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, so 2020 is officially a Will Smith movie. <laughs> it's officially, it's officially, officially as of yesterday, it's become a Will Smith movie from 1999. Wow. So COVID-19 is now apparently mutating. Mutating? Mutating. That don't Super sound good. Super Shredder style from Teenage Mutant Turtles. <laughs> Mutations have become. Uh, there was a new strand found, I believe, in New Zealand. And now, while they don't know if this is as fatal as this strand has been, they say it's way more contagious. Mm. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Uh... It's the end of the world as we know it, man. <laughs> I don't feel fine. I don't feel fine. <laughs> Yo, I read that and like, I, I kind of just like, it's, it's crazy with everything that's taking place this year and all the headlines you read now. Like you read a headline that's just like, all right. <laughs> don't face it. You don't yeah. anymore. You're like, all right. you know, I expected something like that. Okay, cool. You know, we look, we survived this long. I mean, yeah. we're, we're eight months into the year. Yeah. You know. Eight months, wow. Yeah, I mean, we got four months left in this year. We got Thanksgiving and Christmas rolling around the corner. Winter's coming. I saw, <laughs> yo, I saw a meme the other day and said, you know what, I'm just going to put up a tree right now and be done with this year. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, bro, I'm with you. I hear you. Yeah, but look, I mean. What's the hell, yo, but like, Let's, let's explore, what's the holidays going to look like this year? Like, what does Thanksgiving look like? Are we still social? This is that point. Yo, Thanksgiving Eve. <laughs> what's that going to be? What's Good Friday? I'm sorry, not Good Friday. What's Black Friday going to be? Online. It's going to be Black Line Cyber, on Friday. Cyber Friday. Yeah, Cyber Friday, yeah, that's, Cyber that's Monday. You can't knock down somebody's grandma. It's, it's fun what if I get it? that deal. <laughs> it's true, fun if true. I get that cheap deal. It is. And Thanksgiving is going to be, you know, listen, it, people are slowly getting back together in, 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 in their little small groups now and everything. They've probably been doing it the whole time anyway, <laughs> but it, it won't be any big blowouts, I don't think. You won't see a lot of people traveling all across the country to be with the loved ones and grandma and all that kind of stuff because grandma is still very susceptible to dying from this. Yeah. So well, we used to, when we do, we have two, I have two Thanksgiving. I have one, my dad's side of the family, my mom's side of the family. Dad's side of the family, we rent a hall. This mm -hmm. is big production. Like we got like, oh man, I'm going to say 67 people in there, 670 people. And, you know, we, we all got the plates out. You're all sharing the trays. Right. That's, that might be a dub. It's done. It's done. That's a dub. It's done this year. Yeah. And then, you know, we got my, on my mom's side of family. We usually do it's, it's a little bit smaller, maybe 15, 20 people, but it's kind of the same concepts. I don't even know about that. And then, you know, listen, yeah, I, I hear you on your Cyber Friday, but people afford to pound the pavements. Like yeah, auntie, auntie ain't gonna be on her laptop. Like I don't know, baby. Let me see if I can get over to tar targets. 
<laughs> I'm sure Walmart will be open early that day. Yeah. Just bring your mask. You know what I mean? As long as you got your mask on, you, you're good. Yeah, maybe people, people love are, a shop. They do. They do. They love a good deal, a good bargain. I love the people yeah. that bargain shop, but send so but spend so much money, they escape the bargain. <laughs> like I never understood that. Like my mom be like, my mom would have like forty seven thousand coupons for everything, but if you spend in all that money, you're not really getting a deal. You're still spending. You're still spending way more money than you should be. Yeah, but she spent a thousand dollars. But if she didn't use the coupons, it would have been a thousand five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's a big difference. I mean, I I, I brought this. I brought this point to her one one day when I was like 13, 14 years old, and I just got smacked in the back of the head to mind my business. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm that, trying to save you money, mom. That took care of that. <laughs> yeah, but yo, I, I just can't believe that we could be dealing with this again into like not next year, but the year after, the year after that. Like this is gonna be a trilogy. <laughs> COVID-19. The trilogy continues. Yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully like this. This is one and done. It's a one. This is a, a sci-fi movie. Let's make it one and done. We, we, we don't need a sequel to this. We don't. We don't but yeah. Keep speaking of movies, speaking of movies and television shows, I gotta ask you a question because something happened to me that uh, I want to get your opinion on. So you you're in your friend groups wherever you're hanging out. You know, we, we we went over a couple's house. I'm gonna say a couple weeks ago, busting up whatever like that. And, you, and inevitably, inevitably. TV and movies come up. It's going to happen. These are talking to your friends. Because everyone wants to share kind of what they're watching and what they're doing. Maybe pass them on to you. You pass them back. Whatever like that. So we had a friend recommend this show to us on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's called Seven Seconds. Okay. Um, and when I finished the season, it was only one season. Maybe the worst show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it, it was absolutely horrendous. Um, the character development was an ass... Uh, the, the the acting was cheesy, like it was really really bad television. And like Amber was out at like episode two, I was like because I respect my friends so much, I respect these people. So I'm like, let's just keep watching and see. Maybe maybe we're we're gonna give it up too early. Let's just fight through this because that's the thing. And here's the deal: in society today, we're microwave we're microwave uh, consumption. Everything has to happen quick. We don't do conventional oven anymore. It's microwave. Everything the way we think, we're on to the next one. Like with books, if it doesn't entertain you by the first page and a half, you're out. Right. A TV show, first five minutes, you're not. You're out. Because there's so much things we could be watching and doing. We have so much entertainment. We can be snobby about what we watch and what we consume. Yeah, it's so a we Right. We become microwave consumers. So I'm, I was trying to fight through this. I was trying to do the conventional oven. I was like, listen, let's just let's just give it a shot. It, it was it, it was consistently bad. It had a it had one bright spot for about twenty minutes, but after that, it was consistently bad. My question to you is this: This show was represented by good friends of ours who respect and we love. But I look at them a little differently now. Recommending the show, <laughs> like number one, why do you think we would like this? And number two, what are you doing watching this? <laughs> so like. Do you look at? Let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Do you look at your friends differently when they recommend trash shows to you, or trash? Because it happens. But do you look it, at them a little differently? Like, no, what, what happened here? Nah, not not at all. You know why? Because I, everybody has such a different taste. And, and what I've come to find out is, people don't have my taste. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's we have a different taste. It's me and you. 
I, we were, I mean, we were talking earlier. We are yeah. so similar, yet we are so polar opposite. It's right. amazing. Yeah. You know, but it's just what I think is funny. You may not look if you like, like, look, I, I, I'm big into all the superhero stuff. So I may yeah. recommend a movie that's a great, you know, comic book style superhero movie. You yeah. might just hate it because that's just not your thing. You think it's too kiddy because it reminds you of cartoons or whatever like that. So, right. like, man, that's going to be trash. Like, I'm not going to like it because just that's not my lane. You know, it's just I don't, that simple. But I don't your, friend, your friends always give you a gem every now and then. You're like, not you, these friends. <laughs> like, this wasn't the They're gem. They're canceled. I'm not listening to them at all this, ever This again. wasn't the gem. This was not it at all. Um, comedies are selective. I, I don't really do a lot of, unless it's something like world, world-renowned funny. Cause like I have a very, I have a more of a dark sense of humor and I'm more into darker, like sarcastic type, type comedies. Right. I'm not into more, I'm not, I'm not really a slapstick person. Like I, I'm not into meathead humor. Like I like, I like the more, like it's like Seinfeld. Seinfeld mm-hmm. is something that like I'm really into like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like they're more of a darker sense of humor. Like I, I love the movie uh, Rushmore. Remember that movie with oh. Bill Murray? <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. But a lot of people didn't because they were like, I don't I don't get it. I got it. God, I'm a dark humor person. So, like, I don't do a lot of comedy record. But, like, I think this was a drama, by the way. This was, like, I think drama is something where, like, if you recommend a drama to me, I really get to see the type of person you are and what you're doing with your life. <laughs> but a drama, I think, is more universally across the board, like, yo, come check this out. You know what I mean? Like, and this was not, no, it wasn't good, good. at all. And look, it's like the Netflix recommendations. How many friends yeah. are like, yo, you got to see this show on Netflix. Did you see this one? It was so good. And you watch and you're like, nah, that was trash, yeah. man. I ain't like that. It was all right. It was all right. But, you know, I didn't have to watch that. I could have skipped that one. Right. I could say that two hours or something else. Or right. binge this show. You love the show. Binge the show. You binge You're like, nah, I could have saved those hours binging something else. Right. So it, it becomes, like I said, we, we all have our different tastes. We all know what we like. But then again, like I said, every now and then something will hit you. Like, one of my friends, uh, friends suggested to watch, uh, I think it's called 365. Did you say it on Netflix? 365. Yeah. Not familiar. It's basically Pornhub on Netflix. What? <laughs> Yo. And that's why I was like, that's like watching a kid. They're porno watching on the show. Like, for real? Was it, was it, was that what it was? Or like, it just no, felt that way? It, it, it felt that way. Nah. <laughs> but it's like, Freaks. yeah, it's like, and that's what you think. Like, wait a minute. You want me to watch it because you a freak, or did you want me to watch it because you actually thought this? What are you trying to tell me? Yeah, like something's going on here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's odd. I wouldn't recommend. I would, but there's but you know people do that though. There are people that like talk porn with their friends. Like, yo, bro, check out this video. I think that's weird. Like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not recommending a porn to you. <laughs> that's across the line. I don't want to think of anything that makes you anywhere remotely excited about anything. I don't want to do that. But people do, people are like comfortable. Like, I've heard conversations where dudes are like recommending porn to like their other friends. Like, I think that's big time weirdo shit, weirdo stuff. It's, not, it's, like, it's like talking about a girl. Like, yo, she bad, yo. You see, uh, Beyonce, that's not like talking like a girl. No, you think no. she hot? You think she hot? That's not the same thing at all. No, it's, it's totally different. We can talk about a girl being attractive 
but me recommending something that got me into got me into glory is, is not at all the same thing of talking about a girl that I think is attractive. See that security Two video. Separate conversations. Yeah, that security video got you almost to glory. Aren't you like, yo, you need to check this video out? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you're, not, <laughs> no. you're not gonna watch it? I'm keeping that to myself. <laughs> Things that make me happy stay in this in that bubble, not in that regard. We don't need to talk about that. You go find your own glory. Because here's the thing, too. We, well, well, you know, going on my lane, say, say like you're like into some weird stuff, like you're like, you're like, like pinky toes. And <laughs> he said, Yo, check out this video of this girl with her pinky toe. And your friend's like, What is this? What are you doing? I don't do this. And then you're sad and embarrassed. Or you might be like, Yo, you got any more videos like that? Like, I got you, Marcus. <laughs> no. I got you. Go to like this site. Like, there, are, there are people, like, I know, I know people, friends of mine, like, who have sent each other links to like, porn that's weird to me that is not okay <laughs> the line, that, is, that is like the mason distance line crossing we over in washington dc we've crossed the line the mason we crossed the line no don't no one ever ever do that to me ever or i'm cutting you off i'm blocking you from life <laughs> i don't look at you anymore so Somebody, weird. come on man everybody send those pictures around or whoever you just send pictures around like yeah your boy send you a picture send you a video you pass it on to the next person no, <laughs> I don't want to be a part of that chain. You don't do that? <laughs> that's absolutely 1,000% I'm out. Uh, that's not a text chain I want to be a part of. You send me a recipe to a, to a, to a proper oh, man. Your boy from the barbershop ain't sending you none? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, no. Uh, but you know, speaking of television, I was thinking the other day, like, like how you know, TV is so different today than it was like when we were growing up. And, you know, one of the biggest aspects is that, like, you know, television, I don't believe, is as big of an event as it was when we were growing up because there's just so much of it now. So nothing's really special anymore. But there used to be this thing in every tele every sitcom in, like, maybe late 70s, 80s, and 90s did this. And it, and it, was, it was, like, this thing where it was an episode, but it was stuff they didn't really talk about. And it would be, like, on a very special episode of Full House. And like they did one, I remember one from Full House where uh, Poppy came to visit. Remember Poppy in Full House? And he, Poppy. he, he <laughs> Poppy passed away. Remember Poppy died? It was a huge deal. Huge deal. <laughs> <laughs> Poppy from Grease came. So that was a very special episode. I remember. I, I remember Tums. Now my, I want to get to your favorite very special episode. I'm going to do mine right now. My very special episode is from A Different Strokes. Do you remember when Kimberly was bulimic? <laughs> Do you remember? And she ate the whole cake. <laughs> and I was like, I had to have, I remember I was like seven when I watched that. I was just so confused. I was like, well, she ate a cake, but why is she in the bathroom? I, I, I told my mom about it. We had to have a whole conversation about bulimia yes. and how serious it is. But like stuff like that, we don't get that anymore. Do you remember, uh, now I'm thinking about. It. Do you remember the after-school specials? Oh yeah, they were so bad. <laughs> Take a drive, Danny. Everybody's doing it. You're a loser if you don't take a drag at cigarette, Danny. So bad, so bad, so bad, but so good. Yes, like yes. those type, those type of things. So that was my favorite. That was my throwback. Very special episode. Kimberly being bulimic. I I will never forget her coming in the kitchen. And eat that whole cake. And then you had the live studio audience. They were like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. 
Love it. Yeah. So what is your very special episode? So, geez, there there are a lot of them. And like you said, those episodes always dealt with touchy subjects. Yeah. It could be from doing drugs, you know, abortions, rape on down the line. Like certain shows covered those topics and and they try to deal with them in, in a very mature way and get that point across in the episode. So like I, different I think, strokes, real, real quick, different strokes did an episode on molestation. Yeah. Like uh, the, the guy who owned the bicycle shop. Yeah. They, like yeah, think yeah. about how revolutionary that was at the time. Like that was, that was something. And it was cool because it led to like a conversation. Like I remember like, you know, my parents having a conversation with me about, you know, that type of stuff and, and strangers and, it was because you you watched it because you you looked at those characters you looked up to those characters in a sense. Yeah, they you don't look one, at you. Look... They do one on adoption too, where this mm-hmm. uh, black kid was walking up to a lady, like, "Hi, my name is Tyrone," and, and they're like, "No, no, 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 they yeah. don't adopt you." Like it was like, whoa. right, whoa, yeah, like whoa, like you yeah. too old, you need too old to get adopted, like right, deal with that stuff. But right, I'm sorry, a, but go ahead. A classic one, and, and a huge one, I think that a lot of people remember. Um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air with his deadbeat dad. Yo, so with Uncle Phil, when why am I like, gonna cry right now? Yo, why am I gonna like, cry right now? Why you don't love me? Why you love me? You know, like he was losing it, man. Like he he was just like, you know, I, I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna be a nice honey. I'm gonna have a lot of kids. I don't need him to teach me how to be a man. And Uncle and when they panned in my statue. Not and the Uncle, statue. Uncle Phil just standing in front of him. Yeah. Like, just letting him vent and get that off his chest. Then he grabbed him at the end and gave him that big bear hug. Like, yo, that you felt yo, that, man. Like, bro, I still to this dad. day feel that. Yeah, like, um, yo, I'm going to be there. Then it's like, yeah, you know, you got, I got to get on his truck and I got to do some stuff, whatever. And he even say it to Will. He just bounced on him. Yep. I didn't have a great relationship with my dad growing up. So that episode hit different for me. Yeah. Like I like that clip. That whenever I see that clip, I get emotional. Like that. That um, fun fact about that though. So uh, Uncle Phil kept making Will redo that scene over and over again because he wanted to get more emotion out of him. So like some of part of that, Will Smith has said part of that was like the frustration because he said he he looked at like Phil, like James Avery to him, late great James Avery to him was like. Uh, such a role model acting wise. So you right. always wanted to impress him and and uh make him proud. So like him doing that scene, he said was like a hybrid of him getting those emotions off he's supposed to, but trying to also please James Avery. And like so you're looking at those eyes, like James Avery getting emotional as he's doing that was a twofold effect of being in the scene, but also being proud of Will Smith and how well he did the scene. Right. He made you, he made you believe that, and then in that same episode, oh my goodness, when when uh, they were in the kitchen, and uh, Uncle Phil's trying to warn him about his dad because he, he knows him, right. and Wilson screams, "You're not my father!" and opens the door, bro, <laughs> you're not my father, and open opens the door, and again, Jamie has that look on his face, like so hurt, like it was that was a powerful bro. I forgot about that one. That yeah. that could be the greatest, very special episode of all time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's got. If it's not number one, it's definitely easily top three. Yeah, that, I mean that that was yeah that was and that I mean that that too I think was 
one of the first times, I, I think, for me, of recognizing that, oh, you know what? Will Smith might be able to do some other things about this Fresh Prince stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was he, his coming out party he, right there. He might, be, he might be okay. Yeah. This, this, this Will Smith, he might be all right. Yeah. In about 25 years, his wife's gonna announce that she's about the entanglement. <laughs> not cool. not but he's gonna have a good he's gonna have a good ride up until that point. Stop that, man. Stop that. <laughs> but that's the good thing about and the funny thing about those after not after school, but the very special episodes. Yeah. A lot of them were you know, there were comedies. Yeah. And they weren't funny episodes. You like you no. tuned in to laugh, you like right. Oh, where the jokes at? Right. <laughs> but but they prepared you for it. You knew it was going to happen because you saw the preview and it had the voice on a very special Fresh Prince <laughs> Bel Air. And for some reason, everything's in slow motion. <laughs> but you still look at a laugh. Like yeah, you, you still, yeah, you still want to get those jokes off. Yeah, nah, nah. No, nah, this ain't funny. Yeah. No, none funny about that. But I mean, I'm, I, you know, I listen, call me old, whatever. I, I miss those days of television when. Yeah, that's kind of why I brought this up because, you know, for a lot of people listening to us, you might not have been a part and seen that era where television was an event, where it was something where, you know, you look forward to it. Like, do it like, is the TV guy still a thing? We look through the TV guy <laughs> circling. Oh, yo, we got a, oh, an hour long episode this week. Cool. Circling it, highlighting it. Yo, yo don't mess with your grandma's TV guy. Nah. <laughs> don't do that. Those are collectibles for her. <laughs> yeah, don't don't be circling on grandma's TV guy. Marcus, this TV guy had Billy D. Williams on the cover. You out of your mind? <laughs> That's Sidney Poitier. Yeah, Put that my TV guy. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with the TV guy, man. This, I this remember is one, legend, legendary. I remember one time, like, I I don't even know what I was doing with TV guy. I have no idea what I was doing with it, but I did something stupid. And Hill Street Blues moved from like Tuesday to Wednesday night. And I was one of my grandma's favorite shows and she didn't know about it. I got yelled at for considering like seven minutes straight. <laughs> Just yelled at. What are you doing with TV God? Yeah, you made a Mr. Show, man. That, that yeah, was the Bible. That was her Bible for TV. Don't touch the TV guide. Don't touch Jet Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch, don't touch any of those things. Leave that all alone. Speaking, speaking of uh, yo, the Jet Beauty of the Week. Yeah. Rec I would not recommend it to anyone still. I'm not telling anybody about that. My beauty of the week. <laughs> and, and that same thing, pass that along. Yeah. Yo, no, you, you don't you, pass it along. Pass that along no. to your boy. Yo, check. You see Jet? Yo, check it out. You no, read a magazine Because Jet was also, it was a nice small magazine. You could fit that in your pocket. You know what I mean? You could take it anywhere. Like, yo, check it out. And you pass the Marcus. See, that same thing, bro. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, <laughs> A man surprises his uh, cheating wife in a very unique way. Ooh. This is, uh, yeah, I've always got these stories. Totally unclear as Marcus Jervis will be right back. I came out in the 11th grade. Nobody was embracing you. The kids were cruel. It was very difficult to be gay. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. And even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. I have a mentor, Maria, and she convinced me to continue my education. Just never judges. She's a true role model. From the depths of my heart, I thank you, Maria, for being a friend and a beautiful person. 
No one receives a diploma alone. And I'm honored to share this moment with you. Thank you. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, go get it. You can do it. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Yeah, man. Welcome back. Totally unclear. Marcus and Jervis, Tuesday morning. Hope everyone is well. So, I'm going to read this story. And I want you to react to this. Okay. Uh, again, I, I, you know, I said before the break, this is about a man surprising his cheating wife. And it goes like this. A viral video started floating around on social media, which shows a woman getting frustrated while unwrapping a gift that is in layers of various packaging. The woman guesses whether the birthday present is a necklace or a trip to Dubai, only to be confused when she pulls out a stack of papers. Her expression grows even more confused when she realizes that her man handed her a DNA test and questioned again why he gave her the paperwork. The man then tells the woman that he knows that her daughter is not his, and he gave them until the end of the month to get out of his house. Now, here's my thing with this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time believing this to be true. I just don't believe that... Like, here's, here's my thing. If I found out tomorrow that you know, I was being cheated on and my, my child is not mine, I would probably just curl up in a ball and never describe for three straight days. <laughs> so I just find it hard to believe that there's this person, people are out here this strategic and this cunning to pull off a stunt like this. Like this takes supreme planning. Like, when, he, when did he find out she was cheating? Maybe he found out, what, six months ago? So you sat on this for six months, sat across this ta- across the table, eating dinner together, going on walks, watching the DVR, doing all these things together, and not once you didn't snap. Like, and, I, and two, like, in that six months, you didn't get into any kind of little arguments. She didn't annoy you at all to the point where, like, you were like, I know you cheated on me, and it's not mine. None of that happened? No. He's a Scorpio. What does that mean? What does that mean? He's a Scorpio. He's plotting and planning. He's going to get his payback. He's Mm -hmm. patient. He ain't got to do it right now. He's going to do it. It's going to be strategic. It's going to be well planned out. And he's going to pull it off perfectly. The way he wants to do it. And he's going to pay her back the way he wants to pay her back. Yes. No one one is that patient. There's no way in the world. Because here, again... Here's the, pro- here's the biggest problem, is that she's going to do something in this run to annoy you. She's no. going to... She already gonna, did it. You know, she already did it. You no, out. no, that's not annoying. 
That's like life ruining. It's a difference. Listen, and, and so there's nothing worse than that. There you know you can do to annoy me now. Because you know why? I'm on a focused mission of paying you back. This is how we're going to do it. I got it planned out. No. And my plan's going to work. Because I'm not going to get out of pocket. It's cool. All right, because I already know. I know you see me. I know it ain't my kid. I'm good. We're just going to ride this out. I, I'm going to get mines. I'm going to be on top in the end. No. This, yes. is, this, is a, this is a storyline out of professional wrestling. <laughs> this is a Vince McMahon. This is a Vince McMahon like storyline. This is knowing because again, it's all about the fact that I have to live with you now, mm-hmm. knowing you've betrayed me in the ultimate way of betrayal. Not just the cheating. My child is not mine. I've been feeding this child, bonding with this child, clothing this child. You've been allowing me to believe this is my child is not mine. I'm sitting on this for all this time till your birthday? No. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Because if I say something now, what? So I curse you out and what? Yes. It's going to be the same result, but this is even better. This is even better because you don't know that I know. You think you get away with it. It's it's all about the plan. It's It's one or two. It's about the plan. It's one or two things that is true here. This is not a true video. And these are two people who wanted to go viral. Or he didn't really love her at all. Because if if you're not devastated by this, like like you know, devastated, devastated, like then you can't tell me you really love this person. Like this is devastating. I don't know what I would. I wouldn't know what I would do. I would, it would take like I would just be in bed, <laughs> listening listening to sad sad songs on repeat. <laughs> Covers up, not talking to anybody devastated i'm not gonna be like you know what i got it i'm gonna get her back like this is this is a movie this isn't real life people don't do things like this i don't believe it i don't believe it it. they do it they do it all the time (laughs) they do it all the time yeah there's nothing better than paying somebody back tenfold i agree when they do i agree they do you dirty first oh i'm not really i'm not gonna curse you out that's too easy that's too easy. No, you got, I want you to suffer. And you're going to suffer the way I want you to suffer. So I'm going to come up with a plan. The way, you suffer. the way I want you to suffer. Yes, the way I want you to suffer. That's how you do it. It's all about the plan. I wish I wish I had a really good payback story, but I'm, I, don't, I, don't do, I don't do stuff like that. I've never really had to pay anyone because no one's really wronged me to that level. That's a nuclear wrong. Yeah, true. Nuclear. Nobody's wronged you in a small level and you didn't want to pay him back. Well, it seems like you've been paying people back. So you have anything? You have anything you confess <laughs> about I, paying someone back? Nothing I Who have you paid about? No, you're gonna talk about it. <laughs> Who have you paid back? Nothing I can talk about on the air right now. But is it, is it criminal? <laughs> no, it's not right, you can criminal. Talk about it. And you can talk about it. Nah, Come on, bro. Come on. Listen, but some of the I'll things that I've confessed to on this show, <laughs> I'm gonna need you. I've quite a few things on this show, but I'm gonna need you to come to front of congregation. But no, it's look. I tell you, I'm a Scorpio, so I, 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 my thing is this: I don't mess with you, so don't mess with me. Mm. But if you're gonna mess with me, it's, it's that type of thing where somebody, you know, wants to slash the tires, yeah. right? Me slashing your tires isn't payback. That's not no. even. No. I had to slash your tires, break the windows in your car, push sugar in your tank, and put balloon on your hood. 
Now we're even. Put bologna in my hood. Yeah. Not the bologna. Yeah, eat the paint up. Yeah. So that's what we got to do. Like we no, you're doing too much. Out. No, 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 I'm not doing too much. I'm paying you back. <laughs> now Yo, we're I see bologna on my hood. I'm gonna know who did it. <laughs> now we're even. like Travis. <laughs> that's even. That's how it is. Like because I don't mess with anybody, so don't mess with me. But if you want to mess with me, then I'm going to let you know. Have you done these things in someone's car? You mess with the wrong person, so number you, so one. Have, and so number two, don't mess with me. So let me get this straight. You've blown in someone's hood, sugar in their tank, all of those things, slash your tires. You've done these things? I did not ever I, I did any of those things. You alluded. But those are things that people... There was, let me ask you, it was a I very specific... It was a very specific thing that you you uh you you share with us there yeah i know a lot of who, specific things who did you do that to jervis who's you blowing who's who's what you blowing i didn't say i did that to anybody but i'm just saying if that was me that's what i would do that's what you would do yeah not what you have done that's what you would do that's what i would do okay yeah but yeah. you haven't done this before that's what i would do was it was it a girl or a guy? <laughs> That's what I would do. Was this I, after was it after a relationship? I don't or, do this. Was, was after was it after a relationship? Uh I don't do those things. No, okay. I don't do those things. All right. Okay. All right. But yes, people will go the full mile to pay somebody back. Revenge. Revenge is a this best served cold. Nothing like a woman scorned. All these things are there, these sayings are real. They are, but it's not the revenge thing. Is not like even the car thing you described. That I believe is still a knee jerk reaction. That's not just strategic to me. Like I feel like that's something that's like I'm I'm really pissed about this, so I'm gonna go out here and do this someone's car. Where what this guy did was he put on a show. He filmed it. Like this is like he made like he made entertainment, which that's why I have a hard time believing. It actually be true, especially in the, listen, the world we live in today, everybody wants to be a celebrity. Everybody wants to be known for something. Mm -hmm. So I look at it cynically because that's a very serious situation. Like that's a, I'm like, you kind of turned into other people entertainment. That's what Hurt so, does. That's what Hurt does. You don't Makes care. you want to entertain other people? No, you don't, you're not thinking that. You, I just want to hurt you. Yes, it, it, it's not for entertainment. It's to show. It's to show other people how much of a jerk you were. Right. Let the world see how much of a jerk you were. You know, that's all it is. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people don't do those things for entertainment value. Of course, we know there are a lot of people who just film stuff just to get those views, likes, whatever, like that. But there are people who are just, yeah, no, I, you hurt me, so I want to hurt you. That's what it's about. There are people like that, but and I'm not and, saying I, I'm not disputing. I'm not disputing. Thing. I'm not disputing the idea of revenge. I'm disputing, disputing the idea of doing revenge in that kind of nature. Like that's what I'm disputing. It's called like, the way. But I don't. But it, but it, again, like okay, if he had cut up all her clothes and like put it in Jello, or. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Jello tastes. What Jello? I don't know. I don't know. If he had, you know, did you know, did something to a car? If he had, you know, did something along those lines, I'd be more inclined to believe it. But like having the wherewithal to be like, oh, you know what? 
She got birth to come up in eight months. I don't know what I'm going to do. DNA test. I'm going to put it in there. So she's getting a present. It's not like that's to me. I don't know. Yeah. Cold and calculated, man. Everybody, don't, I don't got to get you now. Again, because I know what you've done. Yeah. And if I didn't know, this would continue to go on. You're, you've been playing me for how long? Right. So, you know what? I'm going to get you back. And you'll be like, wait a minute. You knew? How long have you known? Man, I know how long I've known. How many, how many people, like, know somebody's been cheating on them? I've known forever. I've never said nothing because I'm going to pay you back. That's what people do. I'm going to pay you back. I'm not going to say nothing now. I know what you're doing. I guess that, like, I would be more inclined to believe this if it said first, like, he cried for three straight days. <laughs> didn't change, didn't shower. On the third day, he decided it was time for revenge. If it started like that, I would have been more into it. That's the TV movie version. No, he cried that'll, for three days. That'll happen in the TV movie version. Listen, I'm not saying he didn't cry for three days. but that's He fun. definitely cried for three days. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. He, he cried for three days, and he said, you know what? I'm going to pay her back. <laughs> She's ruined three days of my life crying. Uh-uh. I'm going to wipe these tears and handle this business. Yeah, so um, I'm going to move on because we need to talk about – I know we don't do a lot of sports on the show, but we need to talk about the NBA bubble. Uh-oh. Because the bubble is, is, like, legit one of the most fascinating things to happen. Like, there will be books written just on the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> The bubble stories come. The bubble. The bubble is just a fascinating place to me. First of all, props to the NBA for pulling this off. Yes, like the NBA has done an amazing job with this thing, and you know they should be given a lot of lot of uh, props for being able to pull this off. Because listen, I was I was a, I was one of those people that said cancel sports for twenty twenty, like we're, like cancel it. And honestly. Basketball and hockey are the only two sports I believe will actually finish the season. I don't even know if football gets started. Baseball is a hot mess. Um, but uh, basketball has done, done it right. And, like, it's – you know, as we're talking about this, it, it brings – another point I want to bring up. It's like, why do followers get such a bad rap? We got to – people need to be more more inclined to be a follower than, than leaders all the time. Not and not every time – every time you do something, you only be the first to do it. Like – what basketball did, if I'm another person, I'm like, huh, I'm going to try that. That's a good idea. Yep. For instance, if, like, we were in the same building and a building was on fire and you found an exit, I'm not going to then in turn be like, well, let me see if I can find another exit. No, I'm following you out the exit. <laughs> I'm going out that exit with you because I'm going to live. That's okay. It's okay to be a follower sometimes. You don't always have to be first. And honestly – most people aren't first to do something. And usually what ends up happening is the first person to do something, the second person figures it out better. For instance, look at, look at the Chinese. They, invented, they had the chopsticks, right? The fork is better. We got the fork. Oh, my God. It's better, right? <sighs> Don't you think so? Everybody doesn't need to be a leader. You are correct. <laughs> but is a fork, but is, is a fork a better utensil than the chopstick? The chopstick came first, right? Not for everybody. Not for mean? everybody. Some people like chopsticks better. That's that's great. You can like it better. But which ones? Which one would you better rather use, a fork or a chopstick? Yeah. Certain people chopsticks. Okay, but that's that's your tradition. 
No, that's a traditional no, thing. No, they like but which one is actually better? Depends. You on have what? to be, listen to me. It is an incredible <laughs> skill. It is a skill to yes. eat a chopstick, right? Yes. That's a skill. If you have that skill set, then do you need to have a skill to eat a fork? Do you need to have a skill to eat a fork? Yeah, but it's not, but you're calling it a skill right. set because this is why though because you don't do it. It's not natural for you. It's natural. I know how to do it. It's I know natural. how to do it, but I'd rather use a fork. The fork is a, the fork is better. You would, but their culture no, because that's natural. <laughs> that's the good tradition. Because it's, 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 it's tradition. It doesn't matter what it is. It's easier for them to use a chopstick than a fork. They can do everything with a chopstick. It's easy. It, they, they, it, it's easy and simple. Bro, like that, that's a different thing. Using like, chopstick. Listen, it's like okay. if you like eating certain things with a spoon or a fork. Yeah. You might prefer eating a certain dish with a fork when you can use a spoon and vice versa. But isn't a spork better than all of them? Because it's a spoon and a fork? The spork is number one. But, spork, fork, chopsticks. But how come everybody doesn't have a spork in their home? Why do we have spoons and forks then? Because they're, oh. at, you know, I'll tell you why. Because wow. we haven't come up with a metal spork. That's why. You don't Sporks think, are plastic. You're, you don't have you like, seen a metal spork? I bet you could Google a metal spork right now and find plenty no of them. No way. Absolutely. I don't believe it. You know why? I don't believe, I'm looking it up right now. Because no matter how cool what are, we, what are we even doing? How do we get the stupid. sports and chopsticks? What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> this is not, we went from the NBA bubble of sports. What is going on? I'm looking this up right now. Metal sports. You'll find them in wood. You'll find them in plastic. Okay. You'll find them in metal. They do have metal sports. Of course they do, man. <laughs> no, but, but here, you know why people don't use it? Because it's stupid. No, it's not. I'm actually going to order some right now on Amazon. I'm going to get metal sports right now. I will. I'll do it. I'm going to call it right over. I'll order it right now. No, you're not. I, I think a spork is a great idea. You will never use them. Ever. Here's my point with all of this. Let's, let's, just start, let's bring this back. I don't know what's going <laughs> on right come now. Come back. Come back. Let's come, come back. back to it. But it's okay sometimes to be a follower. And you look through tradition, most people who did something first had a prototype but it had to be developed and the people that aligned made it better. That's my point. And with the NBA bubble, they did it for, they did an incredible job. I don't know if you could do it better, but it's okay to follow the model. Why do you feel like you need to do be a leader and do something else? You didn't need to do that. So now, you know, the NFL has already had uh, more COVID testing, more COVID test positives by far in the NBA. They haven't even started yet. The, the M- MLB is an absolute mess. The Marlins wiped out the entire half of the schedule <laughs> just for their foolishness. Then you had a couple people go out and, you know, they're not taking a serious they're traveling, which is ridiculous. But the, the, the bubble is, you know, was done so well. But also the comedy of the bubble is just, it writes itself. You know, Lou Williams going, going to get Little Pepper wing, wings at uh, Magic City. And then they, they basically the NBA grounded him for 10 days. Go to your room. We want to see you for 10 days. Um, you got people who are have becoming stars in the bubble, like TJ Warren, averaging forty-five points in the bubble, <laughs> like, killing, like it. killing it in the killing it in the bubble. Like LeBron looks terrible in the bubble. Looks like he, he looks like an old man in the bubble. Yep. Uh, Dame Lillard dropped the EP in the bubble. Dame Lillard dropped the bubble EP from the bubble. Yeah. From the bubble, <laughs> from the bubble. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, like it's basically like there's people playing cornhole. They have a game room. It's basically a summer camp. <laughs> it's, and, like, and it's funny after you beat somebody on the court, 
You can walk outside and see bro, him at a table. Bro, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell dropped 57 yesterday in a playoff game. And, and uh, you know, uh, Jamal Murray had 36. All of a sudden, after the games, they were the overtime, intense game. Jamal Murray takes a picture of, of uh, Donovan Mitchell with his slides on his socks and sitting at the table chilling. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 like something, it's ridiculous. It's great. It's a, it's a, but it's amazing. It's, it's, it's made great. for, like, I was one of those people that wasn't sure if I could handle uh, no crowds. sports. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. But, like, this has been entertaining. Like, it was, like, I watched uh, Sixers Raptors. The last, they, they played the Raptors last game. I'm sorry, the game four last game. And uh, the starters all, they, 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 it wasn't going to affect the seating at all. So they pulled the starters. So it's just the, the bench playing. Mm-hmm. And they're getting into cheering sections, cheering on their benches, like yelling at each other. It was incredible. Like Kyle Lowry's yelling at drawing bead, waving his towel. Then Joel's coming back yelling at him. It's, 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 it's incredible. And, and the level of basketball has actually gone up for these young stars and bench players. Like yeah. these guys are actually getting run and the scoring's off the charts. Yeah. Like scoring has gone <laughs> it's incredible. I mean there's there, it's like one it's like it's like 88 basketball, like 145, 135. And, and, and it's no no defense as usual for basketball. It's just a run and shoot. It's spread the court out, sprint down the court, kick it out to a three-pointer shooter. Let him shoot the shot, boom! And you just and it's just fast pace, going high scoring. They're going, they're going up and up and down the court. Yeah, up and down the court. Yeah, there's um, no setup, no setup. They're just pushing the rock, pushing the rock. So, one thing that's one thing that's come out, which I which is <laughs> again bubble conversation. So Stephen A. Smith went on national television and advocated for bubble bubble console visits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is my favorite part of the story. So he advocated for bubble cosmic visits. The NBA released a statement banning all Instagram models from the bubble. <laughs> no, no IG models. Immediately, they said, don't get any ideas. There will be no IG models. But again, the NBA being the NBA came up with this. So they're expanding their rules. Yeah. After the first round of the playoffs, they're going to allow four guests per player plus children. Each player is allowed one ticket per playoff game for a guest, plus an additional ticket for a child shorter than 32 inches. Look at the bubble. That's cool. That's Look at cool. the bubble. Listen, I mean, but, it's great. But this is what you got to do. You're going to adapt and learn. Now, just imagine what the NBA can do coming next season, which is coming quick. It's not going to be it's like prob- a regular probably season. Probably Christmas Day. Yeah, so it's, it's not like a long layoff. Yeah, basketball will be back on again this year, starting a new season. You know, which I want. If, I don't want to go back. How they do their seasons? They, this, this might be the normal schedule for their seasons now, starting in Christmas. You know, a lot that's, of people well, that, were pushing people for that. About that. Yeah. yeah, for years they've been pushing for that. But yeah, you know, it's it, you know what? It's one number one is this. It's great to have sports back. It really yeah. is. That's those months without sports. I mean, even sports center was like, man, I can't, you can't watch sports center. Ain't nothing, they can't show nothing because there's right. no sports going on. It's a nice distraction. It, it really is just, a, it's fun to see sports back. It's fun to see guys taking it serious. Like this is serious. Like this championship is a true championship. This the is not chip. A, it's not a championship with an asterisk to it or no. No kind of marks next to it. This might be the toughest championship to ever win on top yeah. of it. 
without fans. Nobody doesn't agree. motivate you because fans motivate you to play better. You right. know what I mean? Or they can crush you even more when you get booed. Like, right. this is really on you as a player, your talent level, to see what you can do. And guys are showing off right now. Showing yeah. off. I mean, yeah, it's been fun. I don't want to go back. I want the bubble forever. <laughs> I want to, I want to, I love the bubble. The bubble has become like, like the one bright spot in 2020 has been the bubble. And like, I love seeing, part- I love seeing like Luka Doncic playing cornhole with like Ben Simmons. <laughs> I love seeing, I love seeing like, like um, Matisse Bible's little videos of like him, him traveling around the bubble and all things. I, I love, I love, and honestly, I think it's made a lot of these guys closer. Like, I forget what player it was. One player was like sitting. He was like, it was the, it's the weirdest thing. Like, I'm eating my breakfast. I look up LeBron James walks in the cafeteria. Like, what is happening? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, this is so strange. But two, it's been so great about it. It's yeah. been like six games on every day. Yeah. The playoffs. Like, March Madness style. Yeah, because you can't go anywhere. So you can have a game literally every day. There's a game. You can have a team yep. playing every other. Like, the, these playoffs, every other day your team's playing. Right. Like for this it's first awesome. week, this first week is going to be games every, like four games a day, every day for a week. Yep. Oh my yep. gosh. It'll get better than that. Like yep. that is awesome. I, I think this bet, the betting has been kind of wacky. Like, bu- <laughs> bubble betting is tough. I'm not, I was doing really well for the bubble. After the bubble, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm, I'm like, I think, I think I've won like maybe I've won a little bit, like a couple, a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there, but like, I, I was good. killing it for the bubble. Yeah, you, you, I've been doing good in the but bubble. I, but you, you figured out a different way to bet in the bubble. You know, I think outside the box, man. I think outside yeah, the box. Yeah, you, think, you think outside the box. But me, the bubble betting has not been good for me. But hopefully I'll, I'll get on the side there. But one more thing I'm going to bring up with you. Uh, there are rumors swirling out there that J. Cole has put music on hold. And he is trying out for the NBA. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Jermaine Cole. NBA NBA baller. Um, Have you ever seen him in a uh, like a All Star game, like NBA All Star weekend? Has he ever played in any of those All Star games or anything? No, I don't think, and I could be wrong on this. I haven't seen him personally play. Yeah, I don't remember Um, him playing ball in any. I know he's. I know he's a basketball fanatic. I didn't know, like, but like you know, when he, I, I feel like when you are talented at one thing, you're really good at one thing. It makes you kind of believe you can do anything. And, and maybe no. I think I think he I think he played I think he played in high school really well. He might he might have been a scholarship athlete. I think he is a, a a really good basketball player. Now, listen, Master P did it. Yeah, but the difference is this, and I think I disagree with you a little bit on your point. With that is, as growing up as kids, we've always been talented at more than just one thing. Mm-hmm. You've been a good football player and basketball player, good baseball player, a good hockey player, a good whatever, and something else. And it's just, and you could have gone either way, but you chose football instead of playing basketball. But if you chose basketball, you would have been a basketball star instead of football. You know what I mean? So I think it's always in you to say, you know what? I've always played two sports. I've always done – I've been good at two different things. Why can't I do it now later in life? Which is going to be a lot tougher, of course, but – I think it just comes from that. It's like, yeah, I was a baller before this. Tony Gonzalez, I was a basketball player. I just went the football route, and football blew up for me. But if he wouldn't play basketball, he could have played basketball. Yeah. LeBron yeah. James was a football player. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was at, I'm talking about – you're talking about athletes, though. Athletes, yeah. If When you're really right. good – when you're an athlete and you're really good at one thing, yeah, you're good at another thing. He's a rapper. 
So like, we don't, I don't know how well, but yeah, according but to this article at- right now, I'm reading right now, according to Hypebeast, he was offered a trial with the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, like I say, you look at him as a rapper just because you don't know about his basketball career. So you think you're, you're a rapper trying to play ball. It's like, nah, this guy could have been a pro ball player. He just chose rapping instead. Yeah, this is courtesy of, of, of Master P uh, that said, J. Cole's considering trying to earn an NBA contract. And uh, the Troy Pistons tweeted out, at J. Cole, we see you out here. You said they only got 12 stops on the Pistons. Hit us up for that tryout. This is all for the Dreamers at Bleach Report at hashtag DreamPill. Now, this could be – now, listen. This is kind of annoying in a sense that this is, could be a publicity stunt mm-hmm. because Detroit, let's be honest, has been trash for years. So, like, they, they could use a boost of publicity. Um, and Jay's doing the album, right? Remember, he took off all this time because he had two kids. Right. He had to make the music because he had two kids. Right. He was focusing right. on that instead of the music. So now – you know, got to put the music out. I mean, listen, if we can get J. Cole in the bubble, I'm in. <laughs> I'll take any, all the bubble energy I can have. I love the bubble. I'm upset. There's a lot of fear in coming back to school. I wasn't sure if I could do it. I'm a 40-year-old man that walked in there to get his high school diploma. It was very hard for me, but the teachers, the counselors, they help you. One of the teachers was Miss Araceli. Miss Araceli, she gave me direction. Every single time I had a question, she'll put down whatever she's doing and she'll come over and she'll sit there with you until you get it. Thank you, Ms. Araceli. I know you make a difference in people's lives because of the person and teacher you are. I wanted to be here because I wanted to thank you for helping me get a beautiful gift. 50% of getting your high school diploma is walking through those doors. The other 50% is doing the work. Getting your high school diploma, it is a life-changing experience. It really is. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org.